Just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kinda odd. No barking from the dog, no smog. And mama cooked the breakfast with no hog. I got my grub on, but didn't dig out. Finally got a call from a girl I wanna dig out. That's the part I wanted to hear right there. Welcome to the Quamla Sports Talk. We are live, we are in the building. Demery Lachey, Kurt Felt Keller. The usual suspects are here. 888-346-9144. You know the show. You know how fast it's going to go. Got a lot to talk about. We might not get it all, but we have all week except Wednesday. Oh. Wednesday would be one of those days that you are uh, supposed to be blogging about the show. That's when you got your blog. Uh, like When you serious about this business, yeah. you, you got a blog. And I used to blog all the time. Yeah? Man, I used to. Tapping. I don't know. Lazy. <laughs> Lazy. You know what the blogging did for me? I give up. <laughs> that quick. <laughs> <laughs> it it gave me another show within a show. Uh, and then I come true. back. Because yeah. like, you got to be prepared. When I come back the next day, I got another show. Right. Because it leads me to something else, but I'm just putting it out there. I, I used to blog a lot. I used to blog all the time, and I think I had that website from Google or something like that. But we are in the building. We got the Super Bowl to talk about. Here's the list. Uh, as I see it, but these guys may have something else. Talk about the Hall of Fame. Did they get it right? Awards that were given out. The game itself, the game being Cam Newton, Peyton Manning, and the future of uh, Cam and Peyton Manning, which is interesting. Carolina Pamper, Panthers, what happened? What did we miss on the show? Because we, we thought, did we all pick Carolina Panthers? We did. Yeah. Okay, Okay. so I got something for you guys then. Denver Broncos. Von Miller, Super Bowl MVP, lights out. We had a show within the show going on last night through our text, our group texting, which is cool. Phoenix Open. Did you get the Phoenix Open? No, I did not. I didn't uh, get a chance to go. Okay. That, well, that's that's a uh, – oh, no, you, you were sick. That was a great <laughs> atmosphere. Uh, but but you were there, Kurt. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah we're I talking snuck about, out there yesterday. We snuck out there. We um, – <laughs> <laughs> and we, we, seventy thousand other people, and we might be. Yeah, and was it a record uh, this year again? Because it's oh, always a record. It blew the record. The total week blew the record away. I mean, the big thing was is Saturday. Mm-hmm. There was over two hundred thousand people there on Saturday. Dang. I mean, over two hundred. I missed it. Did you hit a bunch of groupies out there? Oh my! God. I'm positive. Yeah. I, I just you know I was just watching some of the cameras and stuff that they have just just going on. Watching people walk, it was so flipping crowded you couldn't walk anywhere. It was just it was like you were in New York City. Yeah, that's, that's what I might I, start doing. I don't like, I don't like that. I mean, I like being and and thank goodness had a couple um, tents to go to and and yeah. uh, skyboxes to that's stay out good. of stay out of that stay out of the, the nightmare the chaos. That's yeah. what I might start doing. I might start saying flipping and stuff like that. I might sound like a cornball, but it stopped me from cursing. Oh yeah, there you go. See. <laughs> Yes. See, I, so I sound like a cornball. Is what you're telling me? Yeah, just sound like Kurt the cornball. Yeah, that's basically what you, know, you said. I'm the poor farm exactly boy from Wisconsin. I'm the poor farm boy from Wisconsin. But so, you say you know. cornball was something you hang on your Christmas tree. That's right. You do. No, you do. When you're when you're from Wisconsin, <laughs> I'm like you've got a lot of issues. You are going flipping on, crazy. Man. You are flipping crazy, man. They say, "Where's Kwame?" They're gonna be looking at. Uh, I seen him here earlier. They go, God, he sounds like a white dude all of a sudden. Dude. Kurt's, rub, Kurt's rubbing off on him. Dude. Oh, uh, my. And if we have a little time, we might get into the NBA. Just a little bit about the NBA, that the Knicks fired um, Derek Fisher. 
And uh, okay, you know what? <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, just like what we have, Jeff Horner said. I think he was yeah. sabotaged from the beginning. So, no question. And, and this might just even be the conversation that we the extent of the conversation we get into. But if Luke Walton get that job, I'm gonna I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start the next. Huh? Following the next? No. No. Nope. Like there's plenty of people before him. He did what he did in yeah. Golden State because Golden State was already built. Yeah. That's true. That's true. How smart is Steve Kerr? Genius. I would do that to my How buddies. How smart is he? I would do that for my buddies. That was a great move. But not only that, but he refused going to New York. Mm-hmm. Right. And said, no, I'm going to go with Golden State instead. Yeah. But you know who is going to end up in New York? Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hornacek. No. Damn. T- no, he always Somebody from the old Lakers or Bulls organization. Yeah, I give Phil up. Jackson. I, I think Mark Jackson. The triangle. Mark Jackson, no. 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 He can't be. Mark Jackson is from New York. I'm just throwing it out. I would exactly. love to see Mark yeah. Jackson in Mr. New York. Mr. St. John's. No, you wouldn't. I would love to see Mark in New York. St. John's. He's from St. John's. He's he from New York. played for the Knicks. He's from New York. Played with the Knicks. He played with the Knicks in. Carmelo from New York. How's that working out? <laughs> and he know. can control the entire thing. Carmelo need to be traded. Yes. He need to be traded so the New, the New York Knicks can build. Because we all talked about yep. doing a draft when they uh Porzingis. They were booing him. Yeah. And he's the hottest thing over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's what that's why we talk about fans. I know I do talk about fans a lot. I was in the uh gym early, 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 early this morning and uh talking to this other guy. And he just said the same thing we say. Just came out of nowhere. I I guess he's I had a towel on so he saw my body, mm-hmm. so he was thinking, mm, you look like an athlete. But he started talking about football. Then he's talking about he played. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, not one of those. He's in the military, not, but he played. And he not a, one of those. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. But he made sense. He made sense of what he was saying. All right. All right. That Hall of me up. <laughs> yeah, both of us in you the know tower. I played. Yeah, you know I played. I tore my knee up, and I was trying for the Lightning Falcons. You know, I, I probably would have been, you know, all pro. I think a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people that I know could play in the NFL. I mean, just – there's only a handful of those people, though, that can um, just not play football and then go into it. You know how you can go to – I've seen a lot of guys from uh, football get drafted in baseball because they run fast. And, and then you draft – and I've seen an MLB draft just so you can steal bases. Athletes. Well, remember athletes, Herb Washington? Athletes, yep. Herb Washington back in the day. Athletes. The Oakland days. That's what he did. Well, I got my list. Okay. I don't know what was in Kirk's book, but we probably won't get to it all like he was saying. <laughs> um, now, now, the Super Bowl, if you're the Carolina Panthers, was a downer. And here's why there should be the Pro Bowl after this, to uplift these guys' spirit and get it out their system because there's no losers in the Pro Bowl, regardless of what it is. There's no loser there because you're getting paid to play a flag football game. Yeah. But the uh, <clears throat> before we get into the that and the game itself, talk about the Hall of Famers. Did they get it right? Um. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I think so. Mm. I think Eddie DeBarlum, San Francisco from the owner standpoint. Yeah. yeah, you had. To. I think I, mean, I would put him in, but what better place to put him in too? Yeah, right True. at home. So, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I think they did it right. Um, we had what eight total individuals. That's the most I've seen in quite yeah, some it's a time. Big class. Yeah. I, I usually was thinking what about six. That's what they normally do, yeah. four to six. Well, they usually start off with probably 20 of them guys uh, right. that we don't know about. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> and then they the Veterans Committee. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. And then they start weeding them down. What I don't like is you put a guy in because he's well-deserving, but don't wait till he's die. Yeah. yeah like Stabler the snake. Yeah. Ken Stabler, he's, he's in. 
uh, passed away recently, but you know he's in, but well deserving to be in also. But you got Tony Dungy who deserved to be in, well and deserved. I've said this, and I don't know if you guys remember or even have the same thought. When guys start getting on TV after their sport, they keep them in the spotlight so we don't forget about them. So right. when they go to the super, to go to the Hall of Fame. We can say, oh, we see them all the time. Yeah. But you forget mm-hmm. about the numbers. Because right. there's a lot of guys in, in the Hall of Fame. Right. That is a different class. And it doesn't make you it doesn't make you equal to those guys because Brett Favre said something that made sense to me. And I think I might have heard it before from another player. Brett Favre is all everything in my book as a quarterback. He's all everything. But I was talking to my favorite quarterback of all times, and I don't think Brett Favre is equal to him. Roger Starback. Mm. Yeah. But but they are Hall of Famers. They are in the same class. They True. they yeah. are uh, legends. They are, you know, they got that light, that glow. Yeah. But Brett Favre to me is everything football. He's the toughest quarterback I've ever seen play. Yeah, you don't you don't go you don't play as many games in a row but as he did. Right, right, Iron Man. That's a. That's but he's not equal to no. I, a, I, a Roger Staubach. So that's an interesting statement, which <laughs> walks me into my point of you know if I want to throw a little controversy in here, Marvin Harrison, really nice player, mm-hmm. really really good. Dimmer, you saw him for years. Yeah, um, great player. He, I just don't see him going in over Terrell Owens, and as much as I dislike Terrell Owens. Can I speak on that? Yeah, please, please. do. The um, um, Andre Reed. Yeah. This might be a day I name drop a lot because I was with these guys, like like how we hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, he said for a long time he didn't get in. Tim Brown for a long time didn't get in. And I asked, why, why are you guys not get in? The numbers are right there. When Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas get in and you got Andre Reed and James Lofton being in, mm-hmm. I can't figure out why Andre Reed is not in. Because he was part of that whole class and put the numbers up. So when these guys, when these guys um, don't get in, when we think they should get in, so I asked these two. They say, "Well, so many receivers, they start taking away from each other's votes." You know, us three right sitting here right now on the show, mm-hmm. we might be vote for. Kurt, mm-hmm. you might have voted for T.O. Demer, you might have voted for um, uh, another receiver, mm-hmm. but it takes away from the votes. Yeah. And if you don't have a certain amount amount of votes, kind of like baseball, yeah. nonsense. It's, to me, it's nonsense because the people are voting, they don't even play. Right. They're reporters. Mm-hmm. They don't even play. So that's, speaking on it a little longer than I should have, but that's what it is. Yeah. Because T.O. has the numbers. Yeah. And, and, and we, could say, we could say a lot, and when I'm thinking of this, I'm thinking of Marshawn Lynch. Well, you didn't want to give him the ball because he didn't do what you wanted him to do all year by speaking on it. Well, you didn't vote T.O. because you didn't want him to be a first ballot. Now, and I don't guarantee like he'd get in next year. Right. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it, and that, I guess that that's my problem is I don't like that that we do that both in baseball and, and football is that just because of what they did um, to reporters who are doing the voting, unfortunately. Right. And they sh- to your point, they shouldn't be in my mind. But um, – I just, I don't know. I, I, I think sometimes we're too. I don't want to say too easy, but I'm going to say too easy on letting let them off the hook. What some people and letting some people in that, you know. And I guess they have numbers, but I think of them more as system people and not game changers. They didn't change their position. I like well, make it better for when they came in. Yeah. 
like a You're uh, speaking of Marvin Harrison right yeah now? Marvin Harrison would be specifically who I think is an is really a very talented guy I'm just see I, I thought he should have got in I thought he should have got in I, his I, I, first ballot to be honest I mean that's, when he yeah. first came out I mean I'm not even trying to be a fan just of a Colts fan I'm just speaking on like the receiver position what he did for that organization the way he carried himself he got a Super Bowl wing, ring he did it all in one team one unity I mean when I think of Hall of Famer is what did this guy do for this organization did he stand out in his time as a league now, I'm not even talking about distractions like what T.O. was bringing upon himself but this guy literally Marvin Harrison took that Colts organization when they were you know done for they were a terrible mm-hmm. team mm-hmm. got drafted yeah he had Peyton Manning along the way but honestly like if Peyton Manning didn't have Marvin Harrison Peyton Manning wouldn't be the Manning that we know of as today and be honest with you that guy tore up the field I mean he literally was getting open downfield. He, like I call him, he's kind of like the Antonio Brown was for the Colts and the way Antonio Brown looks with Big Ben right now is the Steelers. Like, he literally opens, he would open up the field. I mean, sure. he came out of nowhere. And that's the thing. He, kid so, coming out of Syracuse. Here's the thing that bothers me, though, is that if we, if we go by that, it, it, because his numbers were good, Numbers were great. It's like saying it's like saying Wes Welker belongs in the Hall of Fame. I think he does. I don't think he does. And and about not for, he's not a first ballot. I think Wes Welker because you look at the uh, you look at Wes Welker and then you look at To mm-hmm. both of those guys you had to worry about on game day. Wes Welker could do return punts. Um, to was a receiver and a receiver only. Uh, we yeah. never see him do anything but else. Um, but catch the balls. But there were some years and some times, sometimes during that, those years, where he dropped more balls than he caught. But sure. he was targeted so much. But we, T.O., in my opinion, is a great receiver. Yeah. Hall of Fame. So I look at uh, guys like, um, um, I look at these guys and say, did we have to double team this guy? Did we have to worry about these guys? And could he beat us alone? And that's when I put a lot of guys. See, I don't think Wes Welker can beat you alone. No, but he was a guy that you had to account for. Yeah. yeah. So, he, I mean, they, you could take Julian Edelman is on the same trajectory, actually even higher than Wes Welker. And Edelman so, was a quarterback, right? Right. Yeah. He so if Edelman continues, if Brady plays another four or five years, Edelman's going to have, quote, unquote, Hall of Fame numbers. Yeah. And, and I'm going to go, no. no. I, I don't see him as a Hall of Famer. I see him as a system guy. Because then it changes the position of uh, – it changes – it's a football position. you that third receiver. you that slot guy. Yeah. But when you look at the receiver core, you think about that one and two. Who's the number one receiver and who's the number two receiver? Then you can come back to maybe I hit this guy in three. And the passing yeah. routes – and this is why I want to change the yak yardage. This is why I want yep. to change quarterback yardage. Because I'm Tom Brady. I throw a two-yard route, which I often do. Mm-hmm. And guys like Wes Welker, Edelman – they are yep. gone. Yeah. So what did Tom Brady do? But made a decision to get the ball. Now, he's getting paid for his decision and skill making. Sure. But you're not running anywhere. And again, I, to me, that seems too systemish for me. But I don't like system guys. Yeah. Either. And, and that's, why, that's why I'm struggling. I, I just, Welker, you know, is going to end up in the Hall of Fame probably. But I don't think he had uh, greatness and changed the position in a way that you, know, you had to account for him, but he was never a number one receiver yeah. anywhere he was. Yeah. Never. I watch uh, Marty Schottenheimer cut this guy. He goes to Miami and, and do what he does. And then yeah. beating New England, Bill Belichick had enough wherewithal to say, well, we got to have you because you in our conference. Right. And that's going to lead me us, us into the next, um, when we come out of break, the conference. What happened to Peyton Manning and the Carolina Panthers? Because of where they playing, NFC South, 
will they be back in this position next year? Not the 15 or the 16 and 1, but will they be back in the Super Bowl? Um, a legitimate chance to be back in the Super Bowl next year. Um, but, yeah, I thought, to answer the question, I thought they got it right. Yeah. Even Green. Who's, Green should have been in probably two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, he should have been in two. Yeah. And, and, and I don't like, don't wait for these guys to, I'm not saying that's what they do, but this. They do. What it's, <laughs> wait they for do. Them to die. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they, but they do. Way too I, long. I, yeah, it, it just bothers me. And why just five guys? Right. I mean, why, why, what's significant to the number of how many guys get in that year? Right. Well, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll, we'll take a quick break then. Kwame Sports Talk, Jim Lache, Kurt Phil Keller. We'll be right back. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This went flat. Oh, no, I went go. And they picked on the right now. I went go. But the Super Bowl is what a bunch of clowns. I think we would have seen that Carolina one. Oh, we would have seen a remake. Not. I would have oh. not. That would have that 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 been did. dabbing. They would have did with the new, the new shuffle. Yeah. They would have yeah, been well, doing Carolina showed right their true colors last night. You know what I did notice? Yeah. As I, in between breaks. We all driving Fords. Yeah. Ford, we need to do a commercial with me. We do. I got a great commercial. Ford. 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 Fixed. I'm not going to say anything bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I thought wow. the uh, Carolina, we, we all picked the Carolina Panthers, but if you roll back the tape, I said, I'm rooting for Peyton Manning, but I want the Carolina Panthers win, which was oxymoron in itself. But I did bring the guys back some helmets because I thought I was going to get a sign, but Cam Newton, Newton's in a bad mood. And um, yeah, <laughs> you think he was in a bad mood, so I didn't have time to. Uh, another thing we got in common, we common, we're gonna have a, uh, we're gonna all be in eighty degree weather. I know, yeah, it's coming back. It's here. It's here. It's gonna be eighty something today. Yeah, today, and I might just go to the driving range. Break this cold off my back. I like that. Now you gotta go get in the steam room sauna. Yeah, I do. Always I go when I got a cold, I go straight to the steam room. Then I lay in the sauna like his living room. Do you want to know why that helps? 
Little known fact? I give up. <laughs> I'm going to do my Cliff Clavin here. You know, there's a little known fact here. Norm, is that uh, actually when you lie in the sauna or the steam room, you actually elevate your temperature, which creates a artificial, uh, oh yeah, I do know artificial. Uh, uh, what am I thinking about? Temperature over and above, which creates the antibodies to kill bacteria, and it drives it out of your body. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Thank you, Kurt, the cornball felt killer. <laughs> you got to be flipping crazy, Captain dude. Kurt. Dude, cornball. hey, listen, I got, I got more useless facts up here. <laughs> Than you can even imagine. Very yeah. useless. So, you know, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hope so, so I thought it was an ugly game. I and, um, and I think the defense defense was really pretty stellar, but boy, I sure, yeah, I, yeah. I just expected a lot more because it, it seemed a little sloppy to me. And, and I struggled with was sloppiness created because of the defense? Yeah. Or what are, what are your thoughts? But you know why, though? I think you've seen it sloppy because what you just said, created by the defense, especially yeah. on Denver's defensive side. They made, they made the Panthers look very just sloppy. They, didn't, they made them look non-confident. I mean, they took everything out of, you know, their normal playbook. They, I mean, it's, it's easy to figure out the Panthers. If you stop the run. What you got, 68 run plays. If you get right. They have different run combinations, run. but they did a great job of just scheming them right. And you create turnovers. I mean, you look at the Panthers last season, which they went to the NFC Championship game. What happened with Seattle? Seattle created turnovers. They made Cam Newton turn over the football. Yeah. They made they stopped the run. You make Cam Newton throw to these Ted Ginns, to these Corey Browns. I mean, these guys are not going to make those tough catches in which he needed. Because Cam was putting the ball when he could get it off. And the first down on the long third downs, he was putting it right where the receiver had to make the play. Gave him a chance. And they're not going to make that play against a Chris Harris, uh, T, uh, Keep Tlaib, T.J. Ward, because, you know, those are your top defensive secondary, Bradley Roby. Those receivers did not step up and make those tough catches, which you need that in the Super Bowl standpoint. I can't believe one team don't have a, a set of receivers or a receiver that's thorough. Now, and, well, Cam, uh, well, Kelvin Benjamin, Benjamin would have made those catches. I've he, seen him make those tough yeah, catches as a rookie. That's why I said – that's why I said, and I know so if he was there, he was yeah. thought. But to answer the question, it's sloppy, in my opinion, because of this. We saw close to perfection from these two teams. We saw mm-hmm. their defense playing like this all year. So we knew their defense would come out and play because I guess that's why we had a prediction of a, a close game and score-wise. But the, um, the offenses, which team could stop each other's offense, we thought, and I thought Peyton Manning – not being able to throw the ball, he had to check. He needed to take some chances early if he wanted to get ahead of them. Because I go back two years or two, whatever three, when he were playing the um, Seattle Seahawks, mm-hmm. you get to jump on these guys early. You can't come back. It's hard coming yeah. back. We watched the Seattle Seahawks in the NFC Championship game. Hard to come back once you got to jump. And because his neck and his arm strength, I thought he needed to take chances early. So then you can know what you can do in the third and fourth quarter. Right. So it was sloppy because, of, in my opinion, the defense made it that way, but we saw so much perfection offensively, and I was, and I was disappointed. And, and then I, I, I rewatched the game. I didn't see a lot that Cam Newton did to lose that game. Demery, you alluded to a little bit. Those receivers were dropping balls. They was turning those balls over, fumbling. And I watched the game, and as a fan, I'm thinking – Cam, run the football. All you did is run the football all year. You don't res- didn't do it. Yeah. Didn't run the football. Run the football. But they, Denver did a great job of keeping him. Boxed him in. Boxed him in nicely. And 
And uh, Cam, Cam, you're right. He did throw um, the ball, it, but he threw the ball high. He was he was definitely rattled from the first after the the first couple series where he got blown up. Those guys were he has never been face. hit like that before. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. by the end of the first quarter, you could tell. In fact, we all texted one another that he was done mm-hmm. at halftime. Then he looked drained. Oh man, he was he was exhausted. He had that, he had that Carson Palmer face. <laughs> Yeah, and and he, he, he and he continued on with that look on his face, yeah. and then he got afraid to go after after he fumbled. He got afraid to go after the ball. He literally backed off away from. I it. didn't like that at all. When he, when he fumbled yeah. the ball yeah. and didn't go for it, you supposed to be look. You just he, he would have did this either way, whether yeah. you were the MVP of the league or not. You got to go for the football. You have to go for the football. Mm-hmm. That changes probably changes how uh, that Denver gets it. Because maybe it stays in that power, you can fight right. for it. That ball come kick, kicking out of power. But I, I didn't think the Carolina Panthers offensive line was ready. No, not I didn't think they were ready at all. They did not look ready to play this Denver Bronco team. And I said in that instance quite a few times, I said, That's, that bothers me, and it's crazy because those are grown men in the front line mm-hmm. letting another grown man break in your house and take what they want. Mm-hmm. Why are you in there watching? How many false starts did they have? A ton. <laughs> Too many. A ton. They Mil- were scared to death. Miller, Both of those where? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Both of those tackles kept false starting at the same time. Yeah. It was like they were in unison. They were petrified. They were trying to jump the snap every – like, even I saw some false starts that weren't even called. Exactly. Because they were so worried about Von Miller, DeMarcus Ware coming up field. I've seen them, like, literally try to jump the snap. I'm like, y'all are too close. They Like, y'all keep doing this. You're going to put them in tough situations. I mean, you had a second and five, third and five, get turned to a third and ten. Every time. Every – I'm like, man, hold your poise. Like, you got to man up today. You mentioned it. How do you think the referees ref the game? The yeah, uh, I didn't see too many missed calls. I mean, the calls that there were what made. About, uh, was it Cotri or Fung? Fung? Cotri at the beginning of the game. The catch. Um, the catch. I don't know how they missed that one. Yeah. You, you got replay. Right. That's what You've I don't got that's, replay. Start wasting how time do you with the replay. Miss it. Exactly. How do you miss that with replay? Because Cotri caught that ball. Mm-hmm. He caught that ball. I mean, uh, there, there's, there's. Forty million people watching that game <laughs> that know that he caught that ball, and yeah. they come back with, and not only not only did they say you know the call stands, they said it confirmed the call on the field, which just drew me nuts. I'm going, that's just simply not right. But Katri, <laughs> by the way, catch it the first time, right? Yeah. It was right in your hand. Taylor, so many. You, how many times have you heard like that? that? How many times have you heard that in your life? Catch it the first time. Yeah. So many times, too many times. Yeah, so you receive, catch the ball. Why is I, why is Ted again jumping to catch the ball that's straight to his chest? And, well, exactly. And, and, but you and know what? Hit him in the hands. I tell and he's call, he wants interference. Cam Newton was putting this ball. I in tell defensive hands, backs man. stop jumping to catch the ball. The ball is right here. So when you jump at a full speed, this is the NFL. This game is going at a rapid pace. You change the dynamic of where you have to catch it now. So the ball down here, and he's dropped balls because he catch the ball. He even on his punt returns on catching punts. He come underneath. He goes underneath it, but he let it come all the way down all here, way down. so he never has a second chance. You gotta have your hands up by your face mask, right and, there, and, and cradle bring it, it down. On you cradle it down from your face mask. He I mean, at least that's granted. what I was always taught. But you know, yeah. But th- these guys, know? man, these guys are incredible with the uh, with the bad <laughs> techniques. They got the bad techniques, and it, it kills them in a, in a big game. You, you can't take for granted that I'm always catch the ball. Right. You can't do things like jump for the ball when you, you don't even have to. Was the stage too big? 
I don't. I don't think, think so. it was. I, I think, think so. Denver was just more prepared. They had more to play for. I mean, with the giving speech, I guess before the game with Peyton Manning and Demarcus Ware, they're talking about the old veterans getting up and speaking. I mean, they literally, you could tell they came out just so focused. I mean, the Panthers were doing what they've been doing all season, playing around in the pregame warm-ups. That's what they do. I can't be mad at that. I mean, that's just how they carry themselves, their confidence. But, I mean, you could just saw, like, a Denver is more focused, more structured. Let's get this one. We've been here about two years ago. Let's, let's get this. Let's get this one. I do believe it's a stepping stone for Carolina if they actually learn from it. But based on the postgame, it doesn't look like they've learned much. But – that's the feature I, I want to talk about. What's the feature of the, not just the Carolina Panthers? Yeah, Carolina Panthers, but yeah. Cam Newton because he's going to be the Cam, face. Cam, Cam be with all the great work that he did on showing that he was a leader, showing that he is he's just phenomenal on the field and off, mm-hmm. screwed it all up last night in three minutes. On an interview? By staring people. Oh, absolutely. Wait, by staring people down. The last question, he stared them down and watched that clock tick to three minutes. Didn't even answer the last question. Got up and walked off and pouted like a little baby. And I said this, and I said this to that. Um, a lot of times, young guys, see, you're not Peyton Manning. You haven't been in these big situations. But young guys do this, and I don't, I don't understand why you don't have the right PR people around you to tell you this. You're not going to win them all. And then I say, Cam, if you won this game, and we talked about it, you probably win two more. But if you lost it, are you going to be professional enough? Cam, you weren't mad at the media. You weren't mad at you was mad at your team for dropping balls, for giving up sacks, yeah. for taking unnecessary penalties, mm-hmm. for missing a chip shot as a field goal kicker, for who, who could have put you in a situation. Mm-hmm. The, the Carolina Panthers can been up 14-13 at one point in that game, and when they didn't go up, because of a drop ball on mm-hmm. a goal line on within the ten yards, that's when everything turned. And we were texting yeah. back and forth saying, "This is their last time." And I, mm-hmm. I, I had immediately given up on them when I said, "They've had their chances." When you've had your chances, Man, you don't do anything about it. That, I can't. Yeah. But he was mad. And then in those three minutes, Kirk, you, you mentioned those three minutes where you got to be more professional than anything. And I, you guys probably didn't read it, the Instagram that his mom sent him two hours before the game told them exactly what to do if they were, in fact, to lose, to be gracious, to stand up, be the person that you are, be positive. You know, it's now then that you have to show your character right. if for some reason you lose, but understand that I love you regardless, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it was so prophetic. She gave him – he didn't need a PR person to tell him. His mm-hmm. mom told him. Your mom's always your first up, PR. Would you agree with this? Absolutely. Moms oh, absolutely. are always our first PR, right? Absolutely. They're Somebody in your family is going to be your PR. But yeah. she knew she was concerned. She was concerned if for some reason they lose this game, mm-hmm. my boy Cam is not going to react right. Here's what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. Focus on on being gracious. Focus on on uh, the future. And he did none of that. And, right. and I've said this. My whole opinion of Cam changed throughout this year. And yeah, I've told, it did. I've seen mm-hmm. you. I've seen you. Not uh, not roller coaster, but I've seen it going up, going up big time. Mm-hmm. And I've said he is the face of this league going forward, mm-hmm. and I still believe he's the face of this league. But he just did so much damage last night in to, that post game, and it's going to talk about for all years. Everybody's going to say, "See, he hasn't really." Even learned. his haters going to be they won't they going to hate even more. They won't amplify right. how much they hate him, yeah. and that's going to be wrong. Yeah, anyway, and it will can, be wrong. Anyway, he can save that. No. No, because he, he shouldn't have did it. It's another press. He can now, win a Super you know, Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can win a Super Bowl next year, and they're going to still bring that up. Right. Yep. 
Now you know they have another press conference coming up. If he came out and apologized for his actions, like hey, no, man, I, no, nope. let me smack you in the one. face, and before you punch me in my face, let me apologize before you do it. But I've I've already smacked you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he it just was, and and again, it wasn't. It was it was so uh, telling what his mom sent him via Instagram. First PR in your life. I mean, she said, you know, make sure that you you take the time. And be gracious and to, to show the true character of who you are. And, and here's what scares me. I think he might have. I think he might have shown us his true character right there as to there. who he was last night. And that scares me because he is, he is bigger than life. I hope not. I hope he didn't. Does I agree. It. I hope that wasn't the case, but I did say something during the year. Mm-hmm. I did say, and it was the Seattle game, but I've seen it or I've, I've seen hints of it. But I saw it fully in the Seattle game. When you up 30 points going into halftime on a team who's been to the Super Bowl twice back-to-back, and you can't come out and score three points to just shut it down, I watched Cam change his whole demeanor into, what's wrong with you guys? Y'all catch the balls, do this. I said, well, take it in your own hands. Run the football. Don't get hurt, but run the football. Uh, make some easy plays, nickel and dime, and as you're doing that, you're wasting time on the clock. They can't come back. Get three points, and the game Mm -hmm. is over. Yeah. You he was gave, rattled. He was rattled. He, he was rattled. Clearly. And it led on to his character towards the end of the game. I hope that's not. I hope from it's not, fourth, but I can see the, it. He, he was, oh, he was yeah. shook. We've yeah. never seen the, the greatest yeah. part was ever since I've been watching Cam Newton perform on a high level. Juco, college, high school, Florida. Winner. He's always been a winner. He's always won these type of but games. But it took and some. And I think it finally caught up with him going into this. Like, man, I'm always winning these games. Mm-hmm. I'm Cam Newton. I'm, you know. See, that's where you make a, a mistake. Bit you it's, get complacent. It's the, it's the NFL. Can't get complacent. It's, everybody's a pro. Everybody's top. Everybody wants this just as bad as you do. Right. And you could tell once he got down, he didn't want it. You were still in the game. It was 10 to 16. You got it the ball. Was, yeah, plenty. Less, oh. less than a 50-yard line. And I said, hey, it, what, I'm it, like, he had four minutes left. I was like, the Panthers going to win this game now. I, now they're in great position. They're going to make you. this drive. They're going to win this mm-hmm. game. That's I not turning over the football. I thought they were going to win the game 17-16. Me too. I was like, this ball game. Peyton Manning wasn't going to throw no. No. And and I said this in the first quarter. Every ball out of his hand looked like a flipping marshmallow. And it did. It came out like everything was terrible. I apologize, ladies. He's got to be done. But you know how girls throw? Oh. It looked like that. He looked like he was trying to throw left-handed. It was funny watching Peyton throw that football. It was sad. But Demery was saying something that I want to hit on real quick, in and out of it. But um, all his success came from something he did idiotically. When he was at Florida, he wanted to steal some computers, some laptops. He'd get kicks out. He goes on. I guess he learned his lesson for a little while. And, and by this time, Cam is in his fifth year. So Cam is probably 27. 26. 26 years old. But yeah, because he came out early, right? Mm-hmm. So by this time, you got to start doing the right things. Mm-hmm. You got to be more professional even when you're not winning. You got to be more yeah. professional even in your worst times. You got to learn how to say, see, I, I say, I jokingly said it, and I, and I got this joke. Um, from somebody, you got to, how I change words around can mean totally one thing to another, but I said them the same thing. Right. It makes sense. All right. Let me, where I get this joke from? I got this joke from somebody, and it is a joke, Uh, but it just, when you can laugh at some seriousness and then think, wow, that is true. Kurt, my brother is sleeping with my uh, wife. And you're going to say, oh, man, I feel bad for you. That sucker. But then I tell Kirk, my brother is sleeping with your wife. 
You said that mother, that flipping month, you won't go off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, it's, but see how the words sound the same and mm-hmm. how we respond to them? Yeah. Now, it's a joke, so you laugh at stuff like that. Um, but it's reality. And I, I got that joke from somebody, um, a comedian, actually. But I've always been that person to say, it's the words. Now, his actions of doing something crazy and then going and being successful, maybe it's his craziness, and then we can look forward to some great things. Because I have seen what Kurt said, uh, some hints of maybe this is who you are. Mm-hmm. Because when your mother says, I'm, I'm afraid to do certain things right now because my grandmother might hear about him or mm-hmm. see him. She's way in Virginia. But when your mother and your grandparents, and they say stuff to you, it stays with you. And when it don't stay with you, that's when you do bad. When, when, when my father dies, I'm sleeping with 50 women at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When my father was alive, I'm, I'm straight and narrow. You don't hear about anything because I didn't want to disappoint. When I have nobody I can look up to, I don't care what I do because it's all on me now. Right. Cam Newton, you better wake up, young fella. You young yeah. guy. He's young. He's on a big stage. I mean, that just showed the whole Carolina Panthers, though. Uh, Josh Norman, Luke Keekley. I mean, you're expecting great things out of these guys at a, such a young age. I mean, at a big stage like that. I'm not trying to save Cam Newton. I just think right now we just need to relax a little bit. He's never been there. He's never lost. His character did show a little bit. He showed his maturity. He showed his age. 26 years old, always been a winner. You finally lost. I'm not, you know, trying to pat this guy on the back, but I'm just take a step back and, like, see really how does he bounce back from this moment, you like, know, overall. They also I don't want to be too quick to jump on it because he showed a lot of maturity throughout the season, showed who he was and this whole big deal. It's, I don't want to take none of that away it from him. It was 15-1, though. But, it was, it was winning. It, right, exactly. Right? And, by the way, it's not what you've done. Mm-hmm. Is what have you done today? Right. He and, lost today, and he, and he lo- it, it wasn't, and it isn't just a loss. Mm-hmm. He could have handled that so he should have drastically different. Right. He so the way he did. I would love him. Yeah. But he looked like he was when he was a rookie. This is all on mm-hmm. Cam. This is all on Cam because you guys, you say he was twenty six, Denry. Yeah. Twenty six years old, but you you a you in the NFL that helps you grow up quicker. You're wrong. You're around most grown men. I'm not going to give you an excuse that you're just 26. Yeah. No, but if you're just 26 no. in the streets, okay, you did some idiotic stuff. Yeah. So this is really, in my opinion, this is on you, Cam. Mm-hmm. You get, Kirk, if you wouldn't have told me what you told me, he got some great information before the game. Mm. Immediately after the game, not think about it during the game, but immediately after the game, I, I remember what my mom said or what somebody of importance told me, be professional. Mm-hmm. You just have to be professional. Um it's just what it is. If you're gonna if you're gonna continue to grow, and and that's what uh, I'm not gonna sit around and put him under the magnifying wait see oh did he grow from last year? I'm just gonna watch his play, and then off the field I'm gonna see what he does off the field. Yeah, this guy's still exciting to me. He's still yeah. oh. he's still as you said. There's nobody like him Mm-mm. Mm-mm. except that guy in uh, Utah. But North Dakota State. <laughs> we'll see. We're North Dakota State. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know if he can run like Cam. He can't we'll run. See. Nobody can run. Nobody can run like 250 Cam. pounds. <laughs> yeah, when he was running Cam last might night, be able to beat me running right now. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. Demi Rache, Kurt Keller. Quick break, and we'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before... 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. This song right here might be for the We talk about the Because I say there's a lot of groupies out there in high heels. Who wear high heels to a golf tournament? So, Tramps. A bunch of them. Uh, and uh, high heels and tank tops to show their breasts off. Somebody care about your breasts. <laughs> well, actually, there were several that did, actually. It was yeah, I'm going to care about your breasts. You, you, you got a sense can you make. Can you make me some money? Put your, t- put your breasts away. Yeah. <laughs> And make me some money. That's how she's making her money. Maybe that's how she, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, she should have did her face while the doctor was laying, exactly. while she was laying down there. Doctor's over her. proposition. Fix the rest of this, too. Now, first of all, y'all should have said congratulations to, to uh, who won? Kansas. Kansas. Jayhawk alumni. The 0-12 Kansas? Jayhawk? To keep. <laughs> Where we at today? That's what we talked about. <laughs> and Chris Harris. Not with them. Oh. Yeah. Two Jayhawks. to them. Left and right corners. Two Congrats Jayhawks. To what Kansas... I'm gonna get me. Used a, to be, would have been. No, no, be. no, no. We had a better <laughs> team. So, really? Yeah, we had a better team. Talib like is, is from Kansas. I was a huge fan of that Kansas team when when Talib was there. Yeah, yeah, oh, it, was, yeah. it was balling. Who was there? Uh, oh, who was I that didn't... coach? Oh, uh, uh, it was uh, Charlie Wise. No, heck, no. Charlie Wise was the coach. No, it was a big guy. Um, no. Um, no, Mangino. I, exactly. Oh, yeah, 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 it was Mangino. And, and see, and here's how spoiled kids are. Mangino was very different. He was hard on kids, and when they started losing. The kids start telling the dean and right. start going to the uh, chancellor. I was like, man, you kidding? That's why you so soft. That's why you owe in twelve right now. Soft. Let me recruit. See, I, I want to do these jobs, but I don't want to do these jobs. I want to. I love. I love marketing, and I like scouting, but I don't want to scout for you because you're a loser. Not yeah. not just not Kansas. I'm talking about just people in general who just think they know everything and they refuse to learn anymore. And maybe that's me. Maybe I'm a loser. No. I know. So Tlaib was from Kansas. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he was the most disappointing Bronco to me. He's an idiot in Kansas. He, uh, oh, my goodness. Coming in and drive, he's oh my goodness. smoking he, weed. Th- that dude, yeah, he's he's not the brightest bulb in the box. He's uh, Yeah, last night, what, he had like two penalties in the first he had, half? He had two personal foul penalties. Yeah, what are you and doing? Then he, then he still does even more. I mean, he was... Uh, he. That man was out of his mind. What? Are, well, yeah, like, what are you doing? Who was number 33 for the Carolina Panthers? He's an idiot, too. Trey oh, Boston. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Trey Boston. Yeah. You see what he did to uh, man? He, that has no, dumb. If you don't want him to give you the first down sign, don't give him the first down. Yeah. That was, and, yeah, that was stupid. That was and by dumb. the way, let him have his moment. He, he got a first down. Let and him, you in the Super Bowl. You got to stop him. It, well, and, and they just... 
Carolina, and this is where I'm hoping that there's a growth opportunity here, mm-hmm. Calvin, had zero Calvin. poise. Had zero poise throughout that game. That and they true. made, I mean, poise from a standpoint of too many false starts, poise from a standpoint of not being prepared, poise from a standpoint of doing some of the dumbest. They had more miscues. It wasn't like Carolina could not have won that game. Carolina had that chance. We just they talked about They had many chances. We, you guys, we were all thinking the same thing at the same time when we said they'll win this game. Uh, what was it, 14-13? We'll win this game. Oh, yeah. At that point, they might have won it 16-14. Yeah, it, it, it just was so bad because I'm, I'm watching, but at halftime I'm going, you know, as poorly as they played and as many mistakes as they've made, mm-hmm. they're one play away from one winning this game. Play. One play from winning this game. But you said something. It, it takes pause. I don't, you could play, name anything that you're supposed to be great at or you're yeah. striving to be great at, anything. Take it away from sports. Yep. You've got to have some pause. Yep. You've got to know when to shut the flip yep. up. Is that flip right word? Definitely. Yeah. Dude, I'm, Dude. I'm on it. <laughs> You've got to know when to shut up and you've got to know when to listen. And a lot of us yeah. don't do that. If they would have won, this would have been the youngest team yeah. since the 85 Bears. Since the 85 Bears would win the Super Bowl. That's, I mean. But where's, where's the future? Where that's they going? what it is. I, I, I hope they grow together. I hope they keep their that energy together. Because last night I saw a lot of individual attitude, starting with Cam. Go going next with Trey Boston. I mean, he's a 23-year-old right. safety who has an important role as a starter. Who? Uh, Trey Boston, okay. 33. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, played yeah. great last week against uh, you can't the lose Cardinals your mind or the in, two in, weeks yeah. ago. Critical situation. You can't lose yeah. your mind. Josh you Norman through everybody. Josh Norman. Oh, my goodness. Everybody you doing? Crying on national television. Well, and then he just says, you what know, you it's doing? because the offense no dropped the ball. and He blamed everything on the offense. See, I, don't, I can't blame anybody. If I can't, <clears throat> when you grow up, when you're a kid, you can say this. When you're a kid, and I'm talking about a kid. Man, the offense didn't score. We should have did this. Well, they were scoring on defense, so you was on defense, right? You cannot yep. worry about things you cannot control. Yep. I've learned that from Bob Fellows, one of the best defense coordinators ever defense coordinated at the University of Kansas. Yep. I'm trying to do everything and my job. You can't do that. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Well, I made it look easy, but it was impossible to be <laughs> successful doing it. He said, Kwame, just you know, yeah. go to the store. I need you to get a gallon of milk. Call me in his office. Go. <laughs> and I'm thinking he's crazy. Somebody in that locker room needs to step up, speak a little bit more to Cam Newton. Because it seems like they're all following Cam's Cam's go. Cam, how, how Cam go is how we'll go. Yeah, but that's all offensively. He won't cross that I defense. Think, I think that's how it, it kind of lingers off to the defensive standpoint. Shoot. So them, Cam them doing taking the pictures with the, with the dab, you saw defensive players in that picture yeah. still. But you they were having fun. That was having fun, but... That shows you that leadership, however Cam goes, how we'll go at the end of the day. It should be. Your quarterback, however your quarterback matures and how the way he goes, should be throughout the team. See, I'm going to disagree think, a little bit about that. Go ahead. I mean, I know Thomas Davis and Luke Keekley, they have a different type of mindset. Luke Keekley's bad But I don't think, boy. I'm be honest with you, I don't think Luke Keekley, and it shows to me, I don't think he speaks up enough for that team overall. He does have a, a say-so just See, as much as Cam do. My Aunt Rosa May prepared me for this. So some guys ain't, they not, some guys just want to play. Right. They just want to mm-hmm. play. Luke might be one of those guys. You saw something in them um, that I really haven't paid attention to, and I will in the upcoming season. They got 213 days before they get at it again. Now, yeah. when um, – Stop crying, Josh Norman. You got <laughs> you to play in 18 weeks. Stop. What are you going to do? What are you doing? What are you going to do now? It's what are you going to do next? It's not your high school game where you're playing with kids you grew up. I'm going to go back to the quarterback thing. I don't think – the quarterback might be the face of your team because that's who they publicize a lot. But when you cross over to that defense – them quarterbacks don't come over there and talk. 
like y'all need to do this, y'all need to do that. Say, come on, guys. They, they, instead of saying you guys need to stop them from scoring, you know what a good a smart quarterback say? Guys, if you give me the ball one more time, I'm gonna make it happen. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different thing. I agree. That's saying the same thing. That's saying the same thing in a different way that won't get you killed. I agree. And then when they had that holding penalty at the end of the game, Cam Newton flopped on the ground. <laughs> he wanted that ball back so bad. What are you doing? I just thought he wanted the ball back so bad. But oh, you know man. what? Keep your composure. Kurt mentioned it. Keep your composure. You can't. You cannot be flopping on the ground like they. They're a very immature team. The Panthers, who we thought they were going to be, really showed up last night. I mean, I take it out of Danny Green book any day of the week. Remember going into the season, oh, they lost Kelvin Benjamin. They're not going to be anything. They're going to be very immature. The only thing they can do is run the ball. They don't have dominant receivers who can make plays. And it showed last night against a dominating defense. And we got to show more praise now towards Devon Miller. That we, I don't know if we have more time today to uh, give praise to the Broncos. But, I mean, literally well, that defense well, was – we do. We could do that tomorrow. It was a dominant performance. Yeah, we can talk about the downpour of the Panthers today. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, literally, it was a dominant we, performance by which the probably we doing team. it. We probably doing it backwards because we should be congratulating. <laughs> we should true. <laughs> we should be congratulating. Stole the time. He, he stole the spotlight yeah. for being an idiot. Again. That three minutes of idioticcy that might yeah. haunt you for the rest of your career. Well, but, I think you know it's interesting that when we're talking about you know the 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 mentality of the of the offense versus the defense i think that defense of denver knew they had to figure out yeah, a way to score they had to figure out a way to score cuz they didn't think that that um they knew that their offense was not going to be much if they didn't provide great opportunities for their offense which they did due to turnovers and let them kick field goals but the only touchdown only only flipping touchdown that they had you know for for three and a half quarters was from the defense, and if it and and Anderson wouldn't have scored if the defense hadn't gotten the turnover. Yep. The the best defenses in the league. This was this is all I know. We will say score on defense. It was a Buddy Ryan defense, so you probably will score on defense. Yeah. Score on defense. If the quarterback dropped back twelve times, it should be one of within that twelve times of drop back and to pass the ball. It should be a sack or interception. You think about that and how they throw the ball, camp the ball 41 times, so you drop back. Right. So think about that. It should be an interception or a sack. That d- defense is winning football games. Absolutely. How many mm-hmm. times did he get hit last night? He was so like mad. 30? That's why I say he wasn't mad at – he was disappointed at the loss because he thought – and I don't think he gave Denver enough credit because you haven't right. seen the Denver defense in that right. uh, NFC side. Mm-hmm. Cardinals, we thought the Cardinals would be closer to it, but they we, they was invisible they man. for the stage. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not yet. They 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 didn't plan properly because we talked about it. You should have left on Friday. You should have left on Friday. The game was yeah. on Sunday, right? Yeah. Yeah. You should, they should have left, left on Friday. Friday. Yeah. But I think he was more disappointed at his team. But he he neglected to be professional and give Denver their congratulatory mm-hmm. respect. He could have just said, "Hey, they were outstanding. Let's not take anything away from them. They've been incredible." Yeah. Um, you know, we didn't play well, but a lot of that has to do with how great they played. Mm-hmm. Leave it at that. If I'm the coach, if I'm Ron Rivera, I'm putting this 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 poem uh, by William Ernest Henley, Invictus. I'm putting this in mm-hmm. everybody's locker room, and they better read it thoroughly, and not, they better have it down packed. Because when you on when you on pledging and all that stuff, and that is a poem to remember. Because it's gonna mm-hmm. be dark, but you got to find that light at the end of the tunnel, and don't let it be a train coming at you. You find that light to get to to be right. successful. I, Invictus by William Ernest Henley. They better learn that poem. Mm-hmm. Learn that mm-hmm. poem, and and and, and I'm I'm one to I'm one to say 
you know, love songs and poems. Or don't don't let that define who you are because those poems are written for, from somebody else about somebody. It don't have anything to do with you. Write your own poem. But when you hear this, then find your own meaning and what it means and not because yep. somebody wrote this for you. You know, you go to church and people say, oh, he's speaking right to me. He's not talking to you. You're an idiot anyway. <laughs> 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 You're just an idiot. Yeah. Idiot. All right, but well, we we did. Um so we, we, we definitely gotta say congratulations to Von Miller, yeah. Super Bowl MP. One thing I wanna say about the uh, before you go, Kurt, um they brought all the Super Bowl the NFL brought all the Super Bowl MVPs back and they yeah. were they were on the field. Yeah. And I, I think they should um fans, if you don't like a certain one, this guy's an MVP, Tom Brady's an MVP. But they booed Tom Brady like he was about to play in the game. Don't be such an idiot fans out there. If mm. you don't, if you feel like you should boo him, cheer for who you want to cheer for. But if you don't want to cheer for Tom Brady, just don't say anything. Don't mess up a, a event and atmosphere with booze that has nothing to do with the game. You can never go wrong by doing the right thing. And that's why all of our mothers told us, if you've got nothing nice to say, shut up. Shut the flipping up. Shut the flip up. Exactly, and that you know, but and that's that's what bothers me about fans think. Well, I paid for this ticket so I can do anything I want. Oh, and I pay no, your salary you, too. Yeah, I <laughs> love hearing that too. Love hearing that. And Cam Newton said something to me, uh, during his uh, MVP because uh, I was at the awards show and he, he said something. He he wasn't there because he had to prepare the night before. Right. He said, "I want to thank all the fans because without you, there won't be me." I thought that was just the dumbest thing to say. Don't you give fans too much credit? Because yes. they don't have to come to the game. It just looks good for the game. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Hey, did do you think Peyton Manning got paid for uh, Budweiser? Omaha? For Budweiser? No. He better not. Because that hypocritical. How many times did he mention, I'm going to be drinking a bunch of Budweiser's tonight? Yeah. Peyton Manning is a genius. That's why I was rooting for <laughs> Peyton yeah. Manning, but I wanted Carolina to win. He is a he, genius. He owns two <laughs> Budweiser distributors in Louisiana. He's a genius. The, the dude. <laughs> and 180 Papa John's, or was it 80 Papa John's? Yeah, he gave Mr. He, Papa John a kiss on the cheek. I would have, too. Hey, well, he gave Peyton Manning half... Half of those Papa John's. Peyton, Peyton actually has been compensated for those commercials on mm-hmm, franchises. Mm-hmm. So yeah. all he does is build, I don't know, he probably makes two, three hundred million a year just Peyton, off of those. He's going he's gonna to retire. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, and he's he going to buy retire. a franchise. The Manning's going to own a team. They might own New York. <laughs> no, that's too big for them. They better own <laughs> Tennessee <laughs> Titans. Tennessee Let's Titans. Let's go to Jacksonville. I think they'll, they'll end up owning Let's the uh, New Jackson. Orleans Saints. Jacksonville, that's different money. Oh, yeah, yeah, possibly. possibly. Benson we, will turn it over to him. We got to get out of yes. here. Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. Demolai Shea, Kurt Feldkeller. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.